Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast where fascinating people meet. I am your host, your groove, groove mistress and spiritual advisor, Madam Perry, but you don't have to call me Madam. You can call me Jen, Jennifer, JP, Perry. I'm just happy to be here and talking to you. First, let me say too, thank you to everyone who has been um, subscribing and, and making this show grow. I have been so fortunate and so blessed to have fantastic guests as well as fantastic listeners and I appreciate all the input and your subscribing. You've made us to top in the top fifty of Goodreads podcast and also uh we were last month invited. Um I got a letter inviting me to have the show uh, to share it on Amazon music and Super excited about that. So thank you all so much for the reviews and subscribing and suggestions that make these kind of things happen. Because I, I am just loving this. You know, when you're here, you said people say, oh, it might be somebody I've heard of, a musician, an actor, a writer, a scientist, uh, who knows, uh, anthropologist. They say you never know, but they say it's always somebody interesting. And I think I think my guests, I know they're all interesting, fascinating. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, you know, you can keep up on the website here with Blog Talk Radio or on my podcast, uh, excuse me, my business, Lone Wolf Communications. They'll also let you know what's going on with the show and what guests are coming. And, you know, uh, what was it? In January, December, we had um, – Michael Sterto, the guitarist for the Guess Who, they've been on tour, um, and he also performed for years with Lou, um, Lou Graham and yeah, Survivor and all those great songs. So coming up soon, we also have Carolyn Levitt. She's a New York Times and USA Today best-selling author. And she's got a brand new book out. I don't know how she finds time to write so many good books so fast, but her new book called Days of Wonder. Caroline will be here next Tuesday. So that is up. She was here for she was here maybe maybe about this time last year, so you know this is gonna be a great show. Anyway, tonight I am so super psyched. I've been telling everybody about this show. Uh tonight's guest is going to make such a difference and energize everyone. Uh, I get excited just listening to her talk on other interviews and, and reading, and so this is going to be a night that everybody's going to say, I'm so glad uh, so glad you had this guest. She is a highly regarded family pattern, systemic work, and constellations expert, transformational coach, motivational speaker. And when I say she's passionate about individual growth, that is no joke. Uh, this woman helps people, uh, whether it's individual growth, it's um, global change, whether it's corporates, corporations. She has been, <laughs> she has uh, 18 years 
assisting very high-performance companies, Fortune 500 executives, and uh, on famous shows. But let me just quit chattering and bring her right here into the genie bottle with the rest of us. I am thrilled to introduce Judy Wilkins-Smith. Welcome, Judy, to Madam Perry. Hello. It is lovely to be with you. Well, it is lovely to have you here. And I just, like, this is such, such... A good time for this. I think I put on a, one of the posts somewhere. I said, "Did you promise yourself you were going to make this is the year you're going to make changes, or do you need to a little? Do you need an extra push? This is the guest you want to listen to, lock into, and get." motivated because you motivate me listening to you talk to other people and uh let's go let's get right into it you are okay. I, I, I don't even know where to start with um everything you do you have uh you are the author of decoding your emotional blueprint uh, a powerful guide to transformation through disentangling multi-generational patterns and boy I, now more than ever people do um, for you know more than me, seem to reach back to why am I this way? Why do I not have this? Why can't I do this? And then go back and think about their families and maybe what they were taught, especially people in my generation or a little older. We come from parents who lived through the Depression or grandparents from the Depression, and that affected a lot of things. So uh, tell me what the, the emotional blueprint is. Okay, so your emotional, you don't just inherit physical DNA. You also inherit your emotional DNA, which is what you were talking about. So it's your patterns of thoughts, feelings, actions, decisions. Where did that come from? Your, your, the ways that you handle money or relationships, where did that come from? It doesn't begin with you. It, it starts, it, it can end with you and start with you. So to explain that, there are patterns that cascade down for generations in all areas of our lives, emotional patterns. And we're the change agents. So the reason the pattern is cascading down to you is so that you can either make it better or you can change it. And when you do that, you'll begin to see that instead of living the life of your ancestors, you're now fully present and your predictable future is no longer predictable. Something else is happening. Whoa. And uh, we'll keep us going. I mean, and, and, and how, do we, how, do we, how do we realize that? I mean, how do we feel that we're uh, in the so group of things that start happening and keep those wheels going? Sure. So, so typically what people will do is they'll come and they'll talk to me and say, I'm struggling with money. I'm struggling with relationships. And what I do is I ask them to sit down and write down everything that they think and that they feel and that they do around that particular subject. And then I ask them, when did that start for you? What was happening at the time? How did it affect you? And how did it affect those around you? And then I ask them, what needs to stop? And they can usually tell me, having done that, oh, well, I I spend all my money. I'm really short when it comes to I'm not present in relationships. Where did that begin? Is there anyone else in your family with a similar pattern? And a high percentage of the time we find that, yes, indeed, somebody else began that pattern, and it happened because there was an event 
and they made a decision about that event. It's not the event. It's the decisions we make about the event. And that then begins to form a set of patterns and a mindset. And pretty soon, we're sure that's the truth. Only it's not the truth. It's just your truth. And you have the ability to change it any time you want to. Well, any time. Any time. You know, we talk about lives changing. It happens in a split second. You look at, you watch your mother uh, slaving away at three jobs, and you look at her and you go, I'm not doing that. I get that you didn't have an education. I am going to work my butt off at school to get the education so I don't have to be in your position. That one thought starts everything turning. Now, all of a sudden, unlike your mother and your grandmother and your great-grandmother, you're heading in a very different direction. But guess who was the inspiration? Mom. So one Ah. way or another, our families are always the ones who are responsible for our success, either in collusion with them or despite them. Okay, all right. I can see that from both sides now. Either people follow the same or they just, um, no, it stops here. I I can't do that. Yeah. It it hurt me to see this, and I don't want this to happen to me. Stops here. Yeah, I need to do something very different. So is – now – Maybe it's not me if I'm jumping too far ahead now, but we've talked about how we consciously lay down new neural pathways around money, uh, one thought, feeling, and action at a time. So, right. Mm-hmm, so you're telling us we can like get a plan and just don't think it's going to happen. Start your baby steps. Start your, start your plan. Start getting that car and drive it there. Absolutely. It it literally is one step at a time. If you try to eat the whole elephant, you're just going to get indigestion. (laughs) So it's just one step at a time. It's recognizing I'm going to change this. That's a step. When you're committed to that step, it's what is one new thought, one new feeling, and one new action that I can take that's going to move me in a different direction. And that's, that's all it takes to begin moving you and turning you around. Now, when it comes to your ancestors, this work is what we call genealogy 3.0. So genealogy 1.0 is where is my family and how do I belong? Genealogy 2.0 is what are the events in my family system and how did they affect us? Genealogy 3.0 is so it's affecting me, what do I need to do with that? And for some people, they may not know their family line or their family history, that's okay. Then you timeline your own life and you'll begin to see the patterns emerging. How do I do with finances? How do I do with leadership? How do I do with relationships? How do I do when it comes to my health? And once you identify those patterns, you then know what needs to stop and then you listen very carefully to your wish or your heart's desire because that's what needs to start. Okay. Okay. Um, now, wow. <laughs> okay. So then, um, I, I'm. 
everybody in that I'm so into it. And by the way, uh, there's a lot of people listening, and people are texting me that they're listening, and they're messaging me on Facebook. If you want to call in and talk to Judy Wilkins-Smith, author, transformational coach, uh, you can call 646-716-9922. It is a toll-free call in the continental U.S., Or if you can't make a call, uh, message me on Facebook, either as Madam Perry Salon or Jennifer Maudette Perry, and I'll be happy to share. And if you, and like some people listen when they're jogging, when they're driving back and forth to work and stuff, don't worry because I'm going to make sure that you know where to get Judy Wilkinsmith's books and where to learn all about things she has coming up. She's got fantastic events um and where to you know find her website and get yourself out of whatever rut you're tired of being in like um so let's see um okay you you talk about um sometimes one of the topics i have that you talked about is and and this may be from some people i i i guess as i always say you know if you think about it if you question it if you whatever you're not the only one Lots of other people are having the same doubts and questions and wonder the same things. Um, This topic was money as the good guy, not the villain, and letting go of some of the misconceptions. Well, money's the root of all evil, and if you're going after money, you're bad. And we think about uh, certain icons like like the preachers that get on TV and beg for money, and then they have a big plane, and people go, well, see, those kind of people are evil. But it's not that cut and dry, is it? Money's not evil. It really isn't. It, often what we do with it, but money is, also, money is not a commodity. It's a relationship. The way you show up for it is the way it will show up for you. It's kind of that simple. So if you're going to cast it as the bad guy and the evil guy, okay, I guess it will do that for you if you really need. But it, it is also a really wise mentor and a very good friend. And this is something that people miss. When you start looking at what money enables, it's not bad stuff. Yes, there are bad things if you really want to go out there and be a a doofus, but it does a lot of really good stuff. And when we partner with it well, when we start to talk to it, and by the way, I send all of my clients on money walks. When they start to do those money walks and they interact with money, they begin to find that they're opening to money. They're not perpetuating all the old patterns. And now money's kind of fun in their world. And they get to do amazing things with it. Money is magic. Okay, 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 Judy Wilkins-Smith. Money walks. You send your clients on money walks and tell them money oh, yeah. is magic. Can you, can you break that down for us, sister? Okay, okay so money walks. What I tell people to do is I want you to go find a place where you can go for a walk and talk out loud. So you've got to find somewhere where not everybody's going to think you've gone a little bit crazy. Find a space and start talking to money. Tell it all about your thoughts about it, your feelings about it, your fears, your desires. Um, Share with it where you feel the lack. What is your greatest hope with it? What are your dreams? And then ask it, how can I be a good friend to you? Tell it what you'd like it to do with you, and you're going to be surprised. I have bankers who I send on these walks, and they look at me and they go, are you for real right now? 
And then mm-hmm. they go and do the walk and they go, you know what, this actually works. I'm thinking about it very differently. So that's, that's one that I do do. The other one that I did in November, I'd seen an example of. So what I did was I created a book with different slots in it where you could put money in, numbered from 1 to 100. And as I say, not my original idea, I had seen it. But it works incredibly well. So on day one, you put in a dollar. On day two, you put in $2 and so on and so on. By the time you get to 100, uh, the, the number 100 <clears throat> days or weeks or whatever you choose, you're sitting with $5,050, which is one half of the whole thing. I mean, that's amazing, but that's only one part of the piece. The other thing is you've started to teach yourself that money is fun. Money is an adventure. You can give it a purpose and a direction. So now your brain is thinking about money completely differently, and you're going to have a very different relationship with it. Oh, my. Okay. All right. And, you know, you you answered, um, when you talked about money walks, you answered another question that, that's been bullying my mind was, what is the difference in how you talk to a client that is an individual coming to you and when you talk to someone who works for Chevron or ExxonMobil or uh, J.P. Morgan, is there a difference? And then you just said, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. You talk to them about money walks. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. No, it doesn't. And the other thing to remember about money is that where you are today is no measure of where you'll be tomorrow. Quit thinking you've got to be some rock star. Everybody can do this. One of my favorite things is this. Transformation isn't for the chosen few. It's for those who choose it. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. It's a choice and a commitment. Not for the chosen few, but for those who choose it. Absolutely. Okay. That sounds like that would be a great poster to have or have people say put needle pointed on a pillow so it will always be there for you to see and never forget it. Uh, well, keep it, keep us going now because I am, you know, I know I can, I've come ready to ask you questions of certain things, and then the more you talk, the more my mind is just um, expanding with possibility and more questions. Uh, you've talked about, um, you know, with the, the so, and we may have just covered part of this about we understand at a very deep level certain myths about money, but that's just it, a myth, you say. It is a myth, yes. It's, we make money into an or, O-R. It's not. It's an and. You can have love and money. You can have health and money. You can have joy and money. It's not an either or. And we've made it too much into an or. So what you've got to do is you've got to make money an and. It is also part of your life. And if you want it to show up for you, you have to show up for it. All right. Okay. That's yeah. It's kind of think of money as a friend, which it is, by the way. Uh, If you were as quiet about your friend as you are with money, do you think your friend would stick around? If you said, "Oh no, it's not all about you. It's never about the money." If you said that about a friend, would a friend stick around? They'd tell you, "Well, apparently you don't want me here. I'll go somewhere else." 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So think of yeah. money as a friend. Money is no different. It really doesn't like being ignored and reviled, and it likes to play with people who like to play with it. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. I can dig it. I like that. Um, so is this where is it, does this lead into what, what you call possibility thinking? Yes. And possibility thinking is very, very important. It's not magical thinking. It's possibility thinking, which means you've got the door open. Because if you're not thinking possibilities, you're closing all the doors that the poor universe is trying to help you with. Keep your mind open and keep thinking about what's possible here. If you do that, you will literally never be stuck in your life. It's not possible. Okay, could you go back over there just one more time? I want to hear that once more. <laughs> sure. Everything happens um, because of the lens that we're using. So if you're using a lens that says, I'm stuck, nothing's possible, it's all over, I'm in trouble, okay, it's going to turn out for you that way. If, however, you start to think, I wonder what the possibility is, that means the creative brain gets to switch on instead of the survival brain. And that means you then hold the possibility for something different, which means you're going to go looking for things that match that lens. Mm. Okay. You know, I've got to tell you, there's so many questions I wanted, uh, as I said before, that I wanted to ask you. And i got to tell you, as excited as I've been to have you on the show, I have to admit, Judy, I was a bit apprehensive because when I was reading it, uh, you, an expert in family patterns, systemic work, constellations, transformational, motivational speak, um, visionary leadership, and going on and on. And I'm reading this, I'm thinking, I'm going to have to take a college course for a year to be even to even <laughs> talk with this lady without sounding like, like, how did this woman get a show? Um, but yet when you explain it, you make it sound so clear and concise and I may I say simple like you just yes, break it you down could. my whole aim is simple because people get caught too much by all of the the fancy words that nobody can explain I don't want that <laughs> so for me it's very important to make it extremely understandable and I see where you're making it you're making the case for us for like a friend because you walk and talk with a friend. Uh, you have good you thoughts about into, a friend. Yes, you yes, play with you a also friend. Con- that's it. You consider the friend. You engage with the friend. If you're not engaging, how's the poor friend supposed to get anywhere near you? Yeah. Yeah. And it just yeah. it just breaks it down so nicely. <laughs> And I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because I'm loving this so much. Uh, wow. So do people people talk about, and these days, you know, you hear everybody, goodness knows, for the last how many, 20, 30, 40 years and before, but it seems more, it seems more uh, of a preponderance of all these people with ideas about this is how you make, this is your mindset. You got to think about or whatever something. Way everybody that can get something published somewhere, 
or has a podium and it um, has an idea and people try and they fail and they get pressed and they get just um, kind of taken down. Um, I think about like the, what was the cartoon, the Smurfs, the old Papa Smurf would go, oh, it'll never work. It'll never yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, you just, I love how yours is just so, it's so clear. It's again with the friendship. Uh, so, do you have tips uh, for people to make a adopt a, a, a mindset that works for us? And goodness knows, I know if anybody <laughs> by now, I think I could swear on um, anything that um, on all of my corgis that because that's valuable to me that. If anybody can break it down to a simple way to adopt a, a mindset, you can, Judy. Well, I'm hoping so, but here's the deal. I know for me, I have two choices in any situation. You've always got a choice. I can either choose to get up and find a way, in other words, activate my figure-it-out gene, or I can say it's not going to work. If I say it's not going to work, I'm quite right because I'm going to make sure it doesn't work because my mindset is going to be, if it looks like it's going to work, I'm going to reject it. So for me, it's a question of when something comes at you, when you have an issue, you ask yourself, what's possible here? That's uh-huh. what I do. What's possible here? And then you sit down and you write down those thoughts, feelings, and actions, and you ask yourself, what do I want to put down? And what do I want to pick up? What do I want to stop? And what do I want to start? And when I do that, how am I going to leave the world in a better place? Because any time that you do something differently, you're bringing up different possibilities for everybody else. And to your people who say it will never work, I'm darn well living proof that it works. Uh, It works. You can be miserable and it's going to not go well, but if you keep at it one step at a time, I promise you it works. All right. Okay. Um, I believe you and you've got the proof. Um, I want to talk. There are certain things you have I want to talk about. I need to ask you what what I said, uh, certain definitions of words and terms and things that you do and so I want to give we're going to take just about a a minute and a half break I've got to play some messages and um, be right back and if you again if you want to call or you want to message in a question for Judy Wilkins Smith the number is 646-716-9922 or you can message me through Facebook on Madam Perry Salon or Jennifer Maudette Perry. And we will be back in just about 90 seconds. Here we go. (sighs) What a day. I just need some me time for once. Yes. Perfect! I got the new bath bombs today! Peach and clove, here we come! Mim and the Anvil makes the best-smelling herbal blends of bath bombs. You can order loose or ground herb, added buttermilk, extra large, even ones with hidden gifts inside. There are over 25 essential oil varieties. After today, my body definitely needs some spiritual nourishment and lots of fizz. 
Her metaphysical blends are soothing in more ways than one. Visit MimInTheAnvil.com today. Make time for yourself. There are over 100 herbal blends of bath bombs. Keep a healthy body and mind. Feed your soul. Visit MimInTheAnvil.com today. If you don't make time for yourself, no one else will. I mean, the world has gone crazy, right? I mean, this whole pandemic, I don't even know if I'm coming or going anymore. You know what I mean? But the one thing during the pandemic that I found out, right, that was a good thing, was the Madame Paris Salon. I mean, this podcast, right, when you hear her laughing, all you want to do is laugh. When her dog's barking in the background and she's talking to the dog, I'm like, she's going to an interview, and I'm like, this podcast is the best podcast I've ever heard before. You know what I mean? I guess you're still here in the genie bottle with Madam Perry Salon. I am Jennifer Perry, and I am absolutely thrilled to have Judy Wilkins-Smith here with us tonight, author and transformational coach. Judy, I've got so many descriptions of you and the things that you do and you teach. Uh, your book is Decoding Your Emotional Blueprint, a powerful guide to transformation through disentangling multi-generational patterns. And, um, and by the way, so I'll go ahead and tell people now if you are able to write this down. Uh, the website is Judy judywilkins-smith.com, and I will be sharing that website on all of my social media, uh, not just from Madam Perry Salon, but on my personal too, because Judy, I'm the kind of person, uh, all my close friends will tell you, if I've got something good, I want everybody to have something good. So That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, I think you can spread it around and still have plenty of yourself. Uh, exactly. Just, I'm, going to, I'm going to just kind of like a game show, just give out a names of certain things, and you can just pick whichever ones you want to explain to me, um, if you can. Uh, I mean, not I mean you can, but I mean if you can get it through to my head <laughs> or whichever way you want to go. I'm going to say a couple of things here: uh, systemic sentences, uh, systemic work. I keep reading things here about. Um, Constellations expert is in your description. Is right. Yeah. yeah. Tell please tell me. Share. Okay, so which one do you want to go with first? Systemic sentences or constellations? Let's do constellations. Okay. So of course when you say you're a constellations person, everybody goes, Oh boy, Leo, Virgo, Taurus, no 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 no, not that one. We're talking about constellations as in the way that stars are arranged or more bluntly put the way that patterns are formed that is Uh a constellation now when you do a constellation what it means is you take the issue that you have that you carry inside your head and we set it out in front of you in 3d how do we do that we identify all the parts of your issue in other words perhaps it's mom dad brother sister grandma, whoever it is, 
and they and you. And then I say to you, okay, I want you to give me a picture of what this is like for you. So let's say it's around relationships. Yeah, I struggle with relationships. Okay. We, we take mom, dad, brothers, siblings, whoever, and I say to you, pick a representative for each one of those if we're in a group. Or if it's just you and I, I would say, well, let's write those down, each one on a separate piece of paper. Now I want you to put them in relationship to one another the way that it relates to your issue. So what you're now doing is you're going to, to put them in, in spatial relationship to each other. And all of a sudden you're beginning to see that some are closer, some are further apart, some are turned in, some face outwards. And I begin to ask questions about that. Why are mom and dad so far apart? Hmm, you're very close to mom, but perhaps a little distant from dad. What's that about? And out comes the family story and the family pattern. And when that emerges, you can begin to see why you are stuck where you're stuck and what the obstacles are and where the possibilities are. And this is one of those approaches because you're engaging all of your senses or multiple senses, your eyes, your ears, your touching, your walking through, this creates an embodied experience which gives you that aha that we always talk about. And so much like a traumatic event that lays down a neural pathway very quickly, this is the opposite, and it lays down a neural pathway equally quickly. And so what you have is a shift in the moment. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty powerful okay. stuff. So, so the constellations you're describing, it, it, it's a way of, like you said, creating uh, different neural pathways, which is, uh, as, as I, I described, it's just a way of thinking, a, a way that you it's, start to think automatically. It's a think, now think about it this way. So if, we were to, if I were to explain it using a traumatic situation, let's suppose you got attacked and mugged. Heaven forbid, but let's suppose this happened. And the policeman comes along and says to you, okay, I need you to give me a description. What was the person like? Can you tell me this? Can Most times you could tell them exactly what that's like. And you could tell them what you were thinking and what you were feeling. Now what happens with that is quite often you've then laid down a neural pathway. So if something else comes along that looks like or feels like that, you can get re-triggered, right? Right. Right. So now the opposite is also true. Think about when you are walking down the road, maybe you're not feeling that good, but you suddenly see a spectacular sunrise or, or perhaps you see the most beautiful little kitten and it just opens your heart and, and you look at that and you go, you know what, life is good and I'll never be the same again. You've just done exactly the same. Now in a constellation, by using... Um, the representatives, the patterns, and then you, and then focusing on the systemic sentences, which we'll touch on in a minute, you are able to speak the pattern that exists, and then you're able to speak the pattern that wants to come. And it starts to rewire in your brain and your body in the moment. Okay. So All right. It's very quick. Okay, then, then, all right, I'm following this, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting this together. So, um, and so then with the systemic work, 
the systemic sentences. Yeah, let's go to the systemic sentences. So you come along and you say, I want to work on, let's go with, I want to work on money. Okay, tell me about money. Well, money doesn't like me. If it wasn't for bad luck, we'd have no luck. That's (laughs) a systemic sentence. It's a thing. It's a staying in the family um, with relationships. All the men leave. That's a systemic sentence. Something that you tell yourself or that the family tells each other that we, we have made the truth, only it's not the truth, it's our truth. So what we look at is, what is the systemic sentence that's keeping you stuck? I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough degrees, only smart people get, only these people get. If I'm a this person, I don't, what are those sentences? And then we look at where did that come from? When did it start for you? Where does it come from in the family? What was the event? Is it really yours or have you borrowed it from another generation? And if you have, is it time for you to turn that around to, I can, I'm capable. Of course I can. This is mine. I can do this. And so you start to wire in very different sentences into your brain and into your body. And pretty soon your life is very different from what you'd imagined. Oh, okay. And so, all right, well, you're just taking me through this. Okay, I have just discarded everything that I had had organized to ask you, and I feel like, oh, <laughs> like, like I'm in my appointment with you. I'm the client. Keep going. <laughs> you, got, you got me saddling the horse. And riding okay. into a neural pathway. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what, Judy. I'm, I'm thinking of it like listening to this, and I'm I'm trying to form this in my head um, with the, you know, move out of the what about or what I call what aboutism uh, with constellations, possibility thinking, the systemic sentences, and uh, new neural pathways. I'm thinking about how sometimes in our lives when we do make some kind of change, people go, "Well, don't you do that? Don't you go?" You know, I used to go there, or I used to do that, but I don't anymore. It just didn't seem fulfilling. It just didn't do anything positive for me. I feel like you're setting, you're you're helping us set ourselves up for things where we can say, yeah, I don't do that anymore. It just didn't help me at all. I didn't feel good, but I love this. I love this feeling. I love going here. Exactly. I don't need to go here. I can go over there. It's also... One of the easiest ways to explain this is to think of a seat. If you were to put a piece of paper that says from, in other words, where I am right now, put on the other end of the room that says to and where you want to be, then ask yourself, what do I need to write on about five pieces of paper from to that are going to get me to where I want to be? So what do I need to put down from? Where am I going to pick up? And what do I need to do in between? That's going to get me there. And here's the deal. If you're going to have an adventure, it better be bigger than where you are now, or you're going to look at the TV and the sofa and you're going to stay stuck. So make it exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. It sounds to me like uh, uh, I've told people before, sometimes you have to write the end of the story and find your way to it. I think that's how Andy Warhol used to 
Right, his movies. I think you do beginning, middle, end, and you had your character, and you had to take that character to the beginning, middle, and end. Uh, that makes very good sense. It's exactly right. What you're talking about there is your two, in your from and to. You know where you want to go to, and it's so compelling that staying where you are is not an option. So you've got to build a really strong case for where you want to go. And if you build a strong enough case, you will go there. So it's like, I don't know where I want to be exactly, but I know it's not here. But okay. I've got a good idea. Yeah. yeah, what you've got to do is start listening to what is it that motivates me? What excites me? How do I want that to look? What do I need to do or think or say to get there? One step at a time. You know, I don't know if this fits with your, uh, with its duty with family patterns and the, oh, I would say the, the um, emotional DNA and, and um, yeah, the our inherited patterns of for money, but in a different way, or maybe a similar, maybe this is just a step from it, I find myself and, you know, like like so many people, you know, no different. I keep thinking, why can't I do this? Why haven't I done this? What's wrong with me? Why can't I go ahead and follow through with this? I, I should be able to do this as good or better than somebody else. And I'll get so down. And then I got to say one thing that's happened to me recently is finding out that I have uh, some family members, like nieces and nephews, and maybe uh, a good friend, uh, uh, maybe my best friend's kids and grandkids that I've known for 20-something years that have known me since they were little, following me. And I start to realize they look up to us. And if they're looking up to me, that that's motivation. Because I want them to feel like if they think I'm – I want to be what they think I am and teach them that they can be what they want to be. They can have the money uh, that they need and that they want. They can have the life they want, too. Yeah, the only difference between you and the person who succeeds is they did something and you didn't. Yeah. So you don't yeah. want to get down on yourself. Start doing something. Okay. So just go, because I, I feel like I've got an example to set, so I can't just sit around and, and be depressed. I've got to be what I wanted somebody to be for me. I can do for them. Exactly. If you've got kids and grandkids or nieces and nephews looking up to you, why, what is it that they most love about you? I don't know. They seem to think that I'm pretty... They seem to think that I'm fun and that I'm daring and that I'm talented and I always thought they just thought I was the weird aunt, you know, because well, I don't have kids. <laughs> that's okay, but if you're daring and fun and talented, you're giving other other kids or nieces and nephews permission to do that. So be that. It's absolutely a great thing to do. If they've already told you what they like and what they need, go do that, especially yeah. if it motivates you. What... I know back on your um, website, you have a, um, 
There are tabs for, you know, work with Judy and systemic coaching, speaking, certification coaching, and train the trainer. Also, you have upcoming events and, of course, um, your products, which you have a lot of uh, books. You have Family Constellations Products and Meditations is the title here on this page. You have... uh, you have meditations for people, uh, meditation of the mother, the father, uh, introduction to emotion. This is magnificent because uh, I don't. I love, I love a guided meditation with someone whom I feel I like to be guided by, like you. Um, and as you know, as well as your book, your emotional. Uh, Decoding your emotional blueprint. And I want people to know you've got so much here to show, so much to share. There's no way that you cannot get where you want to go because Judy Wilkins-Smith is putting it all out here. She's giving it. <laughs> She's giving it like an MVP and a football team. <laughs> Absolutely. I want everybody to get it and I want everybody to recognize pretty remarkable once they know how to go looking. Now, you have events. Um, these are things where you um, – tell us about your events because you've got some relationship DNA in um, April, uh, July. Uh, there's fear and courage on your way to success. And that's going to be at Walt Disney World in November. So tell us about that. How do people sign up? What do they do when they get there? Yeah, so really what they're going to do is uh, at the moment we're, we're finalizing the venues for the ones in Dallas. And so what they would do is sign up and, of course, they'll get all the details. And then what you're going to be doing is you're going to be working with me at a Constellations event, which means that you will either have a Constellation done or you'll be be a part of one or you'll see one. And in all cases, people who come to those tell me, I didn't need to have one done because I got everything I needed watching another one. So it's a very, it's a highly experiential Um, deep dive into who you are and who you want to become and uh, it takes you through those emotional patterns and starts setting them to right so that you can do that okay so this now I see April it's uh, so these are all what three days long Uh, and yeah April and the July ones are three days long the intensive is a four-day one and um, at the moment, we're thinking Disney. It'll either be Disney or it'll be some lovely other destination, but for now it's Disney. Uh, and the whole idea is that you work very hard during the day and you play during the evening and then you come back and do it again. So you take four days out of your life to invest four days into your life. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it sounds perfect. Uh, I have to say, this, i got to read, if you don't mind, um, a couple of bits from the one, Relationship DNA. Uh, I like this bolded uh, pull quote. The emotional inheritance includes our ancestors' methods of relating with others, methods by which, uh, <laughs> methods which by today's standards are often ineffective, inauthentic, and restricted. And so it seems like you start that you take people – and for the down, it says on, on how to uh, and teach us how to identify and transform our ongoing relationship obstacles, uh, recognize root causes, ancestral, and dimensionalize relationship 
issues, bring them into a 3D experience. Um, I, I know we're getting close to the end, and I know I have just been, um, I've just been hogging your time, but I just can't get enough of, of learning this. What what does that mean to dimensionalize your relationship issues? So, in other words, a little bit like I explained before, you come in and say all the men leave. Mm-hmm. So, what we do is representatives for the different men in the family who've left, and we choose representatives for the women, and then we begin to follow the plot. Who left first? Well, great grandfather left because he died in the war. Well, that wasn't really his choice, but okay. <laughs> But it started a pattern because great-grandmother said, well, you can't rely on a man. She didn't mean they were terrible. She just meant you've got to roll up your sleeves when disaster happens. But that gets mm-hmm. translated down to the next one is you can't rely on a man, so you better be independent. And the guy gets fed up because he can't get close and he leaves. And that then leads to, to mom who, and, and dad. And dad left because mom wasn't available. Why? Because she was busy setting things up because you can't rely on a man. And here comes you, and you say, I've met the love of my life, but I guess I can't rely on him. We've got to change that. And so we do. Okay. Um, all right. I've got a message that came in here, and this is from uh, Nina, and she's in San Diego. And she said, I watched uh, an interview, did a video on someone else's uh, podcast, and she said, I don't have the, what did you say? I don't have the entire quote, but you were talking about how sometimes something has to irritate you enough to make you change, to make you want to make a change. Yes. Sometimes things have to get so bad that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're so irritated that you can't stay there anymore, and eventually you change. And that's sort of the way that humans do it. But there's another way. Sometimes something motivates you enough to get you off the couch and get you moving. And when that happens, you really want to follow that path because now you're moving out of irritation into motivation which is going to take you all the way to transformation. Wow. Okay, that's, you know, the funny thing, people get in, you know, it's, it's easy, to, I've been in ruts, everybody gets in, in ruts and they feel like they, and yeah, getting sick and tired of feeling sick and tired or something. But, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, use use that use that irritation. You're irritated enough to make make a change. Use the irritation to find the motivation to make a change. Wow. Judy Wilkins-Smith, author, transformational coach, author of Decoding Your Emotional Blueprint, a powerful guide. And listen, those are not empty words. A powerful guide to transformation through disentangling multi-generational patterns. Uh, Judy, I am so grateful. Uh, You know, your, your friends at Steve Allen Media, are so so good to me <laughs> and I am just so delighted to have you here uh, could people uh, uh, people can sign up for uh, these events on on your from your website right go ahead and, and Ab- register yes indeed they can go ahead and sign up they can register 
and they will be good to go. Okay. And you also have a newsletter there. I do. I have all sorts of things there for. If, if people sign up, they will they will hear the latest. They they will see when there are interviews coming up. Um, and then, of course, you, YouTube and Spotify and Instagram and Facebook. Oh, okay, fantastic. Even better, okay. Um, well, you're just setting the table, and if we don't come get the good stuff, it's our own fault. Yeah, and, and you don't up. even English. It's, it's, it's translated into seven different languages you can choose. <laughs> that is what... See, that's what I'm saying. You've got the buffet and out there, and you've got it in different languages. If, if we don't get it, we're just not trying. Uh, Judy, thank you so very much for being my I'm guest tonight. It was such a delight. Thank you for having me. Well, you're an absolute delight, and I do hope you will come back sometime. And thank you for all the good that you are putting out into the world to help other people. I think that just makes you... Not only superbly intelligent, but just makes you uh, just a magnificent light in the world, Judy, and just really appreciate you for that. That is so kind. Thank you very much. Well, you're welcome. So come back and see us sometime. Anytime you invite me, I will be there. All right. Thank you. And, yes, I'll be sharing all the information for Judy Wilkins-Smith's books, uh, newsletters, everything, uh on all of my social media. So for people who are riding or jogging uh, when they're listening, don't worry. I got you covered. I love you all. I think you're wonderful. And see you next week. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And remember, everybody's got to swing. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.